Welcome back, guys, to episode number 12. I am Massam, one of your four co-hosts. We've got an action-packed document today, full of riveting stuff. It is actually National Cinema today. Unfortunately, I'm recording this trash. Jay, over <laughs> to you. <laughs> it's true. National Cinema Day is banging. I'm doing good. Can't wait for this episode. We've got a lot of good stuff to talk about. Hamza, how are you doing? Or Hashi? I'm doing good, too. <laughs> I'm, do- I'm doing great. Um, I'm a bit tired. Had a long day today, but I'm doing good. Hamza, how are you, man? I think that's more important considering uh, recent circumstances. Yeah, to all those listening, you're probably going to hear it in my voice. I'm a little bit bunged up. I've got uh, COVID <coughs> for the second time. Um, so if you hear any inexcusable clearings of the throat, throat or sniffling, then that's my apologies. But um, but yeah, I, I got COVID back in February, which was episode two, I think, something like that. Early, yeah. Yeah, and um, <clears throat> as soon as my six months was up, I got it again. The whole family got it. Uh, fortunately, everyone's doing good. But yeah, I had a pretty rough day yesterday. Um, but I'm kind of back to it now. It's got some. It's feeling a bit, bit high temp, a little bit. But um, other than that, we're good to go. Alive but, for the uh, content, yeah? yeah. Came back for the content. Yeah, yeah. Content never dies, even if I do. <laughs> Big respect, big respect. Can I just say that? Sorry, can I just say that we've recorded 12 episodes and a quarter of them, Arshu was ill for one episode, Hamza's been ill for two of them, so we're not good. It's not going well. It's you not trajectory for me and Jay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's fine. Just shows the commitment to, to the, just get shown the commitment to the podcast for our listeners. Mm. You know what mm. I mean? No matter what, hello, high water, we will record that content for you. Yeah, give us views. So follow us on our Instagram, The Atypical Podcast, and all our other social platforms, link tree in the description. But lads, let's get into it. What's been going on in life? Jay? <laughs> we went <laughs> to, all, well, all of us apart from Harshu, because he's stinky. We went to the 100, <laughs> went to see cricket in the Lords, central London. Um, I thought it was pretty sick. I had a really good day. There's a few of us, I mean, us three on here without, um, besides Harshu and then plus another, a few other friends why are you uh, rubbing well, it in big man well, <laughs> it was your choice anyway we uh, went for like the day out the way the hundred works um, for anyone that cares about cricket it's like two matches you get the women's match in the early afternoon men's match in the evening um, and you have two teams face each other they have a hundred balls and the team batting just has to get as many runs as they can out of those hundred balls and then batting team swaps and they try and chase that score. Uh, so it's meant to be like short, fast-paced, a lot of boundaries, four sixes, high, high octane stuff. Uh, yeah, I thought it was really good. What did you guys think? I loved it. I loved it. We went last year. Um, we watched the women's game, then the men's game got rained off. Like the worst torrential downpour I think I've probably ever seen in my life. That was awful. Um, but this year, luckily, we hit it on a good weekend of weather. So, no, it was a lovely atmosphere. It was in Lords, the home of cricket. It's always a special feeling going back there every time to watch to watch cricket. Um, I'm sure if there's any of you who like, like a certain arena, whether it's for sports or for concerts or for something like that, um, it just makes you it makes your spine tingle. So Lords is like that. But um, no, it was good. It was good. The, the men's game, the women's game, they were both good. Um, got a lot of big shots hit that day. It was exciting. Crowd, the atmosphere was live. It was crazy. It was wild. 
you know, pyro, pyrotechnics going off and all sorts. Uh, streaker coming through, which no I'm sure way. we'll get to. But uh, yeah, yeah, right at the end of the men's game. Um, and it was nice to have a have a day-night game as well. Well, last time we went, it was morning and afternoon. This time we saw the women's in the afternoon and the men's at night, which was a pretty cool experience as well. But uh, no, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I think we should definitely make it like a yearly thing. How about you, Massa? What did you think of it? Yeah, it was actually really awesome. But I won't lie, I was definitely distracted by Fantasy Premier League. And I may have been on the phone for a solid two or three hours watching the three o'clock games. I also may not be the only one who was doing that. Hamza? <clears throat> who else was doing that? Okay, good, because I thought you were about to say that was me. I was like, hell no, what's going on here? I'm probably, I probably watched more for the first half of all those cricket games than the other people that we would put together. Everyone was just glued to their phone watching football. All right? Cap. It was shocking behaviour. Jay, Cap. you're watching the Bayern Munich game. Cap. Bayern Munich game started when the women's match ended. No, I call cap. That's cap in it. <laughs> yeah, let's say it's a cap. Yeah, the cap J. I was the only culprit. Come on now. <laughs> Just so, you Listen, all I'm saying is every every time I looked over, Jay's eyes were not on the cricket. Okay, that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> but uh, how long was it? Well, there was two games. Each game was about four hours, four and a half hours. Um, so yeah, the first game two hours. was it was two, two hours. and a half hours. Yeah, each game was two and a half hours. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't four an and hour half per hours, innings, and then half hour interval. You're finished. What time did you get to Lords? <laughs> it's the COVID bro. way earlier. What it's time did you guys get to Lords? What? How? How? How did the day go? Like how we got even... we got to Lords for the match. We went Nando's beforehand for lunch Cheeky. in like Baker Street. And then got to Lords for, I don't know, like quarter past three or something. Match started at half three. Okay, and when did you guys finish? Like half nine. Okay, cool. You made a nice little yeah, 10. 30 day out of it. Hmm. it Jay, what were we doing uh, in the Nandos? What were we doing in the Nandos before the the uh, cricket match as well? We were having good food. That's what we were doing. Oh, and what else were we doing? Um, yeah, the United, the United game was on. <laughs> the United game was on. Yeah, Thomas' phone was I'm on. I'm not gonna lie. Is, yeah. More football than cricket that day is basically what I'm saying. Honestly, there not was me. Though. A lot of football. I was just, there I was, was a lot of football. Cricket, it's because we have too many. FPL I will say merchants. this. Oh, true. I'm addicted to FPL. I'll say this though: the women's game was um, was fun from the bits that I was looking up from my phone. But I'll say this: the atmosphere between the men and the women was striking. Right, the women felt a lot more like a family-friendly atmosphere. It's possible because it was also at night time, and mates were drunk by the men's game, and we'll get to that because <clears throat> uh, we'll get to that. And yeah. uh, it was a big, stra- uh, drastic atmosphere change. It was fun though. It was entertaining. Nice weather, like Hamza said. We'll do it again, but I hope that Arsenal will play that day. That day because I was distracted with the Arsenal game. That's why I was on the phone, not FPL, really. Even the atmosphere was the atmosphere was way different. The men's was a lot closer to like a football match, and the women's was closer to I don't know, like a like a test match normally, when people are kind of more reserved, more quiet. When something big happens, they get up, they cheer, you know, respectful play. Mm. Whereas nighttime, it was like people was chanting, screaming, shouting. <laughs> the vibe, the place was like absolutely packed 
uh, the streaker came on. Like, that's all football type stuff. What was that? How did that go? How did that happen? Towards the end of the match, some dude, topless guy, just ran across, uh, ran across the field. Then he started duking some of the stewards. He did a little 360 spin. <laughs> went into the center of the field and then just gave up. And the guy rugby tackled him to the floor. But that's the amazing thing about Bro, cricket. Is that the atmosphere is always like... Yeah, the atmosphere is always like... Um, it's, always, it's always just vibes. It's always in, in like... <clears throat> in good nature I feel like football it's a little bit more uh, I don't know if malicious is the Ruckus. right word or, although it can be I, it's, I don't know it's a bit more like bad hearted hooligans it's a bit more bad intentions a bit more hooligans but with cricket it's like you jeer people and stuff like that but it's all in good nature because they'll turn around and then you'll cheer them and then <clears throat> so you're, just, you're just having a laugh really is what it's all about um, but yeah then then the streaker came on which was funny the whole stadium going crazy that was about like 10 minutes left of the game was it that. was it just the top or was it anything else? No, nah, it's just the top. It's just, just the, the top. guy with Thank a big old beer belly. I think he still had a beer in his hand. He's running <laughs> bold, white. Yeah. Your stand yeah. streaker, but the, the his angles I can't tell you right. So that for context, there was like three balls left. Sorry, three runs needed to win the game, and there was like ten balls left. So the 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 team that was batting was pretty much guaranteed to win, right? So he was like, this is my Hail Mary time. He runs on and the reactions of the stewards had me creasing. I was uncontrollably <laughs> dying, me and Jay. Hamza was recording it and the whole crowd was going raucous because the angle of his cuts, can't explain to you how funny they were. They looked the most <laughs> unathletic white man doing a lap shift. It was so jokes. And the way the stewards, like, he... he practically got halfway past the pitch before the stewards on the side that he broke through was like oh oh i need to do my job oh oh crap and then they start jogging after him and then he basically tied himself out with his juke and cuts where eventually he did a 360 he got rugby tackled and <laughs> dragged away while everybody was obviously booing him that and is dragged too away. funny it was you, so you, funny you make it sound like he did a lot this the, all of this happened in the span of about 30 seconds <laughs> oh yeah 100 percent. it was about 30 seconds I, i'll literally find the video right now and those, see how those 30 seconds. let's chuck it on the story let's chuck it on the story for the viewers to see as well sure. so they can they can see that those well. 30 seconds lost a lifetime that's all i'm gonna say they right. lost a that's lifetime that's a memory slow motion so the whole thing slideshow. first streaker i've ever seen so like that, that memory will be there forever yep true <laughs> true but there we go. Now cricket's he always a, a good day. The streaker got a standing ovation as well when he left. When the stewards True. dragged him off the field. He did. Fact, yeah. People literally standing up. I, I, I don't think any of the players that day got a standing ovation. But <laughs> 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 uh, well, there we go. There you go. Well, what else has been happening in the world of sports then? Oh, wait, hold on. We need to say the story. The 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 most memorable story, oh, which yeah. is... The reason why one of our friends had to leave. Yeah, so we have oh, one yeah. friend, who, one friend who's literally Cinderella. The knight comes out and he has to go back home, right? I don't know if he's got some like fairy godmother at home or something. It's his his ball, the dress. I don't know what's going on. He doesn't he's leave living, a glass bro, shoe though, bro. He's living in the dark ages. When the oh, sun goes down, he has ages. to sleep. He has That's to sleep. It. I don't know what he has to recharge. He is a BFG, so I don't know what is. But anyway, oh, he was the the, the match ended at nine thirty, right? And he had to get home for nine o'clock. And so he just tells me and Jay, like, oh, I need to go home. And we're like, big man, the game is still on. <laughs> oh, you just paid, you paid 40 quid. The game is still going on. And he's like, nah, nah, but I need to go. I need to go. And I'm like, all right, because we're used to him doing this at this point now, right? And so then he just turns over to Hamza and another one of our friends who were further down that row and just like, 
all right, lads, I'm going to go safe. And Tom's there and the other, my other mate, just, just, they just look up and like, there's like 50 balls left. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and he's like, yeah, yeah, but I need to go home. And I told my family that the game's going to end at nine. And we're like, but why did you do that? <laughs> why did you do that? And he's like, and they're like, they're like, nah, I just got, got nine, ten in it. And he's like, oh, all right, fine, fine, I'll stay at nine, ten. Literally five minutes later, right, five minutes later, <laughs> we all just hear this noise that sounded like a drink just getting poured. And I immediately see this friend of mine, Cinderella, when call him Cinderella, yeah. he just like, he just reacts and shrinks towards me. And I'm like, what the hell? And I just feel something cold on my leg. Some guy, spectator, completely yacked into his drink while he was going past Cinderella up the no stairs. No way. Vomited everywhere. No. Right, everywhere. His splash bum bag was tidal wave, massive. It Literally that. It, it was full on splash zone. <sighs> so I was in a little bit of the splash zone. Cinderella was in it completely. His bum bag got rinsed. <laughs> it was finished. He finished. It was on his he leg. Finished. It was on his <laughs> legs, so, so we we forced him to stay that like extra ten minutes, and he was essentially my bodyguard from the splash zone because otherwise I would have taken the full brunt. So thank you very much. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what you get. That's what you get for trying to leave a motive a quarter of the way left of the motive. But if you left, left, you wouldn't have got yacked on, bro. I yeah. don't care. It's what you get, bro. It's what you get. You're trying to leave a motive which ends at nine thirty. You're trying to leave at eight thirty. That's not. That's not on, bro. That's not on. Not at your big age. Cinderella, it's not, bro. <laughs> but it was mental. That guy projectile vomited over two like two whole steps, and these were big ones. <laughs> It was just yeah, completely gone. Uh, uh, Cinderella funny. jumps out of his seat, bro. <laughs> bro, I was so, so confused. <laughs> <laughs> he did react like a jump scare. And I was so confused because I'm like, what the, what the flip? What's that? And the, the, the funny thing is he took most of the yak, the vomit, and the guy behind us who, let's uh, rewind yeah. five hours previously, was literally talking behind me and Jade about like if the women's game wants respect why do they move the boundaries so it was like pretty much instant karma say <laughs> well it's karma for the whole row that way pretty much <laughs> well there yeah. you go then. damn that sounds eventful <laughs> i didn't know this shit that's hilarious <laughs> yeah, we kept it we kept it on the pod yep. yeah nice, it was a good nice. day out cricket's always a good day out <clears throat> but yeah go on then what mass and has been happening in the world of sports um well as of recording this Serena Williams' last match was yesterday. Did any of you guys see it? The US Open. She got knocked out. Who did she lose to? That's it. Oh, her name's hard to pronounce. Some Australian. I don't think she seeded. Oh. I didn't watch it. Didn't but see it. Did you see it? <clears throat> I didn't watch it, but she did say she was going to retire after this US Open. I guess it's a shame she that did. she got knocked out so early. I will say this, though. It was pretty heroic because the final game, it was literally deuce. And she was refusing to give up. It went through like, she, I think she eventually lost on like the fifth match point. But the game itself was going on for like 15 minutes. So it was a pretty titanic, epic way to go out. But I saw something interesting saying how she's the most tweeted about female athlete ever. Which is totally believable, honestly. Because, Hamza, where, where do you Big, think? She's, is, she, is she on your yeah, um, say. Mount Rushmore? I wouldn't say she's on my Mount Rushmore, to be honest with you. 
Uh, but I would say she is the biggest female athlete of all time. I would say she is a big, without thinking, I mean, I haven't thought about it too hard, but I would say she's up there. I think the only other people who might come close is perhaps someone from the Olympics. Shikari. The Olympics. Shikari, the runner. I don't actually know who that is. I can't lie to you. Who is that? Shikari Richardson, I think her name is. She's a, she's a sprinter. Oh, she, she, uh, is that the Jamaican one or is that the US No, one? no, no, no. That's the US Oh, she okay, didn't no, come she, close, bro. Yeah, no, no she, she, she she was she making headlines because she was like, um, I know who you're talking no. about now. She was making headlines because she was a bit more just out there and she's kind of up and coming. But um, no, it'd, it'd probably be the Jamaican one who I forgot the name of at the moment. But yeah, no, um, yeah, I mean, it'll probably be, maybe be some gymnast or something like that who might who might come close. But I think Serena's, yeah, I think Serena's probably the biggest female athlete of all time. <clears throat> Who's on your, out of curiosity, who's on your Mount, Rush, Mount Rushmore? Who'd be up for there? me, for me, my Mount Rushmore, because you know what, when you ask this question, and I, I watch a lot of MMA, so that question gets asked a lot now, like, what's the Mount Rushmore, what's the Mount Rushmore? I feel like there's two ways to go about it. One is, who is on your Mount Rushmore? So when we say Mount Rushmore, for all those who are listening, it's the top four, because uh, obviously, you know, Mount Rushmore in the US was the four presidents. So it's the top four of that respective whatever it is who are the four best so when people always ask that question they always ask like is it the four best like who are actually the best or like the four in terms of who had the biggest impact so when i was thinking about this question i kind of just merged the two together and so for me i feel like the top four mount rushmore would probably be muhammad ali usain bolt pele and roger federer and then the other people that came to mind were like phelps maybe mm. cr7 ronaldo um I thought about Bruce Lee, but he didn't really do much actual combat sports, but I guess he's kind of up there anyway. Um, but yeah, that's probably mine. Ali, Bolt, Pele, and Federer. I don't know about you guys. Masan, what's your opinion on that? Who's your Mount Rushmore? Listen, all I'm going to say is you got Federer on your Mount Rushmore. When I got Federer on my Mount Rushmore. When he doesn't even have the most amount of... Uh, Shut up, mate. discuss that. <laughs> Shut up, mate. Um, my you Mount the record, Rushmore didn't he? He, he got did. overtaken, but he was first. He sure, he, true, true. <laughs> he uh, was first, is that what you were going to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I was <laughs> Listen, you can't have Pele, right? He was stat padding on Brazilian... I don't want to hear any of that. Mud pit. That is absolute incorrect count. information. Listen, that's a different me, talk for a different day. Let me that's ask Instagram you, live. Like, <laughs> let me ask you a question. Let me ask a question. Jay, Jay, just, just say yes or no, and I don't want anything else, right? Oh, did Pele... What a fraud. Go on, go on, go on. All right, all right. Just give me yes or no, isn't it? Did Pele win the World Cup? Yes. Yes or no? Did Pele win the European Championships? Exactly. That's all I have to say. Any conversation, move on. Hoshi, what's your Mount Rushmore? (laughs) Brother, I don't watch enough sports for this shit, man. All right, Uh, go name name like four badminton players, bro. Go on. (laughs) Fine, if you want to, go ahead, bro. I didn't even watch that. I just like playing it. Um, from my recent like research, I guess like into UFC, that's honestly the only sport that I really have been getting into right now. Um, I'd say John Jones, but it's a sticky one because of the controversy behind it. But even then, like compared to other, I don't know, like compared to other like sports and shit, I wouldn't know where it would even place. That's the thing. I don't know yeah. too much about sports. And, in the sense, so I can't really answer this question, but I don't know, like legit, no, no clue. From what I know, Fair Phelps enough. is a 30 swimmer, 
I know John Jones was thirty, but obviously he's mad, mad cracked out half the time, <laughs> and he beats his wife. Um, who else? There's amongst many other things. Yeah, amongst many other many things, others. hit and runs, this, that, the other. Um, but nah, literally nah, no clue, no clue. Fair I don't enough. know what you're not Sam, who's on yours then? Who'd be in your Rushmore? Um, this is such a hard one, right? Because I feel like on the round Rushmore, you've got to have a representative from team sport. You got my mine probably has more classifications than yours. Yours are all individuals. I believe you got to have representation. I didn't realize team that. Sport. Yeah. yeah, I go. Re- I I believe team sport. Ah, Pele is team sport. Have. What do you mean, bro? Pele didn't win the European Championships. Oh, all right, let's move on up. from that. All right, all, right, all right, right, fine. All right, fine. I'll give you I'll another. Put Sui in there. I put Sui in there then. All right. Did Sui ever win the Copa America? No, he didn't. There okay. you go. End oh of conversation. <laughs> did Messi ever win a Euro <laughs> tournament, bro? Bro, you're the one bringing up Messi. I'm not bringing oh, up Messi. Okay, right. I'll that's, get him. That's a different conversation. Um, yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> so, I believe you got to have one female represent- representation. So that's Serena. I feel like that's the de facto answer. I would go sure. with an Olympian. And I would go with Usain Bolt because Phelps is a fraud. That's for a different discussion. Oh, That's for a different you know, discussion. That's for a bit. Oh, I'm about to pop off here, mate. I'm about to pop off. Oh, don't ever disrespect oh, Michael do, Phelps. I do okay? 50 the Baltimore mi- bullet, all right? The flying fish. <laughs> don't ever disrespect. He put Big man, he had one. the only bullet popping it? off in Baltimore. I want to know. Okay. Listen, okay, he does, he does, oh, I do 50 meter butt fly, oh, oh, I do 100 meter butt fly, oh, that's literally stat padding, bro, don't want to hear it, moving on, so the next man, I mean, to be fair, right now, I'm fuming, to be fair, don't say, don't say 100 meter, 200 meter, I was literally just about to say that, (laughs) I was literally just about to say that, I was literally just about to say that, he just wants to say 100 meters, but he just doubles it, (laughs) (laughs) my god, who else is on discussion, bro, it's the same logic, um, Serena, uh, you're saying uh, Muhammad Ali because he is generally the greatest, and then Thanks. then it's a hard toss-up. You know that fourth place is hard for me. There's a lot of variables. You got probably Messi, right? Because football is the most played sport in the whole world, so I feel like it should go to him. But that fourth spot is uh, there's a lot. There's my guy Tom Brady. There's also I, Michael Jordan, yeah, LeBron right. James. I'll bet, I'll bet I'll your address to everyone on this podcast if you ever <laughs> say Tom Brady again in your Mount Rushmore. Um, all right, fine, fine, fine. I, I hear that. I hear that. <laughs> I hear that threat, and I accept that. Jay, <laughs> go on, Jay. Um, I mean, I've I've never thought about this ever before, but I'll probably go with a lot of what you guys said. Other people that would be in contention. Masam just said, but Michael Jordan would be one of them. Schumacher would probably want people in contention. Because um, he changed F1 completely. I don't know. Probably, I mean, no, nah, I don't think Tiger Woods, but he did define golf as well. So there's mm-hmm. like a lot of people that are in contention for that last spot. I think Usain Bolt has cemented. Um, a footballer has cemented, whether that's Pele, Messi, or Sui Man, Sui. whichever you want to go with. And then <laughs> Sui Man. I wouldn't put Fed. Because he literally got overtaken, so. No, I'm not having it. Literally got overtaken. In his era, by the way. In his era. Nah. I mean, end of his era. I'm a I'm a Novak guy, but at the moment, Rafa is the goat. So. Okay. Well, not for long. Don't ever sit, Hamza. At he's out. Moment. He's officially out. You you're threatening me. Put his address. You both out. hate. Oh, you're making Copa America jokes, and you both hate <laughs> guy who dominates on clay. You're saying Phelps dominates. No one has dominated their sport more than Rafa on clay. 
Okay, you can't compare clay to water, bro. The waters in the swimming pool is the same thing. <laughs> what do you mean? Dominate the sport more? No, I'm not having it. Don't, don't you know what? Shut Pele, Pele dominated the wait. Mic, so wait, hold on, hold on. I can't, I can't, I can't wait for the day Novak finishes top of the Grand Slam. I just can't wait. I'm salivating at the day. I hate. He can't get into any country. It's not happening. Yeah, to be fair though. But there we go. There we go. So. <clears throat> Anyway. Other other things happening in the sports at the moment then. Uh, Anthony Joshua just lost his rematch to Oleksandr Usyk. Uh, he lost the first fight, which happened in the, I believe, the Tottenham Stadium, uh, maybe a year or two ago. Um, and then he fought again to reclaim his titles uh, for the third time. And he lost. He lost in a, a better contested fight the second time than the first, but it was still kind of a shutout. Um, he had his moments towards the end. He changed trainers before the fight. He he looked in far better shape, more slimmer. He did keep his gas tank better, but he just isn't good enough. Um, Farusik, I think, was the outcome of that fight. Um, did you guys watch it? What did you guys think? Did you enjoy the fight? Harshi, I didn't. It. I didn't watch it, but I saw the. I saw it all over the news because of his his uh his breakdown afterwards, but um. Yeah, nah. I I heard just he just got outclassed completely. So, do you know what's Fair funny enough. about his breakdown? Do you know what's funny about his breakdown? Roughly paraphrasing his breakdown, he goes, "What? I don't know what's going on in Ukraine right now, but it's not good." That <laughs> describes yeah, yeah. a certain host. That describes a certain host. That's what I'm gonna say. That describes a certain host. <laughs> to be fair, I said it was all Jay. good at one point. <laughs> so it's getting better. <clears throat> yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't watch it. I mean, I, I used to watch boxing a lot when I was younger, but I haven't really seen it since then. So I'm like way out of touch. But AJ losing isn't really a surprise to me. He, he's lost a few <laughs> matches now, so I think it's just his, his time's done. All I see nowadays is him beefing uni students. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah Loughborough Uni he trains up in Loughborough obviously Loughborough is one of the best sports unis in the country so he trains up there yeah, yeah. some couple guys were he- <laughs> heckling him so he jumped up in their in their dorm like yo if you ever speak like that again yeah, you get your face smashed in <laughs> <laughs> it was too funny he sounds like he's in a he was in a dark place recently like even coming from his his breakdown just the way he came across um it just seemed like a mismatch of emotions that's been coming from a long time and then just just outburst and it was crazy to watch even afterwards in the post-match interviews just watching his reactions and uh reply he I'm sh- he cried right he was breaking down and crying i can't imagine the pressure i don't blame him but it's just it's just crazy like you, ex- Listen, you see these boys it's okay to cry right so of course cry. of course that's what i'm yes. saying like you see these guys and the things that like we talk about it like it's you know like everyday business but these guys are literally going to war and on top of that they have all this pressure from social media people chatting shit and then can't imagine the stress man i don't you know it's a lot but i, I tell you what though it does um oh, what was i gonna say it does like it does show you so, okay, so what I was going to say was he's kind of been mentally shaky since the first fight with Andy Ruiz. He he literally had a mental breakdown mm. in the ring in the middle of that fight. He was laughing and talking to people outside of the ring and making gestures whilst he was getting up from being knocked down. If that doesn't tell you guys uh, or a fighter or anybody is mentally gone, at least in that moment, I don't know what, 
what will. So he's been kind of shaky since then. He won the rematch, but then he came back and he was a little bit, eh. But I think that kind of shows you what it takes to, st- like, what separates the great from the greatest. Mm. You know to what I mean? That fair. mental fortitude to just be able to hold stuff together when everything is against you is what separates those who are the greatest of all time and everybody else behind them. You know, the Ali's from the from the everybody else's, the Messi's and the Ronaldo's Rocky from Balboa. the everybody else's. <laughs> the Rocky Balboa's from the everybody else's, mate. Shout out to Leon Edwards. Great, great, great <laughs> fight that was yeah. in, in the UFC. Um, that was sick. I thought he was going to get fucked up. Oh, he was getting oh. fucked up. He was 60 he was seconds for losing it. Yeah, I know. I know. So, Jay, I don't know if you heard about this, um, but there's a UFC fighter called Leon Edwards, born in Jamaica, Birmingham. Wooden Shack. Yeah, Wooden Shack, Zinc Roof, grew up dirt poor, moved over to the UK at a young age. Uh, Birmingham, like Harsha just said, um, grew up on the rough side. He had a lot of adversities to overcome in the UFC, let alone his actual personal life. And he had COVID, he had no fights for two to three years in his prime. And then he eventually was able to, he went on this really long win streak, nine, ten fights. And then he came, finally got his opportunity to fight for the title. And he was losing the fight four rounds to one. He, there were 60 seconds left in the fight. And the guy he's facing is the pound for pound best fighter in the world. Meaning of all the weight classes, he is known to be the best. And with 60 seconds left in the fight, he managed to conjure up something from deep within him. And he knocked him out cold. And he knocked him out wild. Bear in mind, bear in mind, this guy was getting broken down, like demolished, broken, broken down completely. At his corner, in his corner, whenever he went back to like... Um, in between rounds to take a break and whatnot, they were getting vexed at him. They were like, "You need to throw, like you need to do something, do something about it." Blah blah. Came back to the center, literally fake left, fake left punch, left uh, left hook. The guy dipped out the way. Kamaru Usman dipped out the way, laying him to his face with his foot, knocked out clean, Oof. flat clean. They were practicing that. That's the craziest thing. They're practicing that before they noticed that every time he he threw a jab, Kamaru Usman would would dip up. Like, Sorry, it was a jab. His head. Yeah, my yeah, bad, yeah, yeah. He would dip his head. Uh, over to the right because Kamaru is a wrestler his striking and his striking fundamentals aren't that strong so he does kind of rudimentary things sometimes so they noticed that Leon's team noticed that and they were like well jab he dips his head to the right he doesn't know where he is in that moment in that split second if you throw that high kick you'll knock him out and you know they were calling for it they were begging for it honestly there's a wonderful edit on online with the whole Rocky music Leon's nickname is Rocky Mm, incredible incredible is so good because he was down and out he was mentally broken that that connects exactly to what we're saying about aj like that's what separates the great from the greatest everything was against him his 4-1 down first opportunity in three four years finally got what he was fighting for 60 seconds left in the fight and he pulled it out from the fire and he he just somewhere within him he he pulled it out that grit that mentality so it's Honestly, it was amazing. First ever UK trained, mm. born, raised fighter to ever hold UFC gold. It was uh, very inspirational. That's that pretty mental. His conversation with his mother afterwards as well. Like, mum, I did it. I did it. Like, oh, it was hella emotional, man. Hell like, to man. come from nothing and to, to do that. Ah, oh, different. Different. Different gravy. Yeah. From something. Those are always the best sports stories. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. 100%. Made it from the bottom. I think that's what he said in his post fight as well. From nothing to something to everything, the UFC gold is is crazy. It's absolutely crazy. So definitely do do check that out if if you're listening. It's um, it, it was a pretty crazy story. But in line with MMA, have you not seen Zuckerberg's training MMA? <laughs> I 
I saw a post on this today. <laughs> why the <laughs> fuck? What's he playing up, bro? Why, why, why is he? Why is he doing this shit? What's he trying Wait, to? What's the story? He's, what's he's preparing the story? for Jeff Bezos, he's preparing, bro. bro? He's preparing to take over. Nah, he literally just posted a. The, he posted a video of him training. So he's he's got the pads. He's throwing some punches and some kicks. Um, and his training partner, partner is actually someone who is just about to debut uh, for the UFC, which was pretty pretty cool to see. Um, but he actually doesn't look half bad. He actually looks like he has an actual skill. He still looks like an alien. Don't get me wrong. He still looks like a full-on alien. Uh, still sponsored. Yeah, he's not but... <laughs> Meta Nothing about him is normal. I've got a question, boys. Yeah. I've got, I've Go got a it. pressing question. Mark Zuckerberg versus Jeff Bezos versus CM Punk. Who wins in a May fight? <laughs> <laughs> Don't disrespect CM Punk like that again, bro. But I'm still taking Bezos. He's on TRT still. He right? looks dense, bro. <laughs> Uh, you know what his shiny bold head would mesmerize anybody honestly <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm I like him honestly <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's a solar you flare think, you think the others will just give up the fight they just see his head they can't see you bro <laughs> they get blinded there you go I'm blinded by speaking of lights. entertainment like to do with that we haven't even spoke about it but when we were at cricket JJ and Dej both won their fights well, JJ won two fights. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's pretty mental. Yeah. Well, I can't did JJ lie. get two knockouts? Two KOs, but it was such a shit fight to watch, man. Is it? It was so yeah. boring, it? man. It like it was it was literally like Swarms was just outgunned differently. There was no point of him even being in the ring. But I can't lie, sportsmanship wise, fair enough to him. He 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 went in there, it takes balls to go in there and he got he got messed about, but it's calm, it is what it is. The second guy the second guy was a pro boxer. He's a pro boxer, yeah. Wasn't his win loss two to five? It's awful. It's awful. But he's a pro. He's meant to be. Con- he's considered a pro, right? So he's yeah. meant to show some sort of skill. He was getting fucked around. He was getting thrown about, and it was just. I can't lie to you. It was a K size fight, but it just wasn't K size event. If anything, Deji, Deji's um fight against uh Fusi, so much better. Like his technique and everything so much more improved he just looked so much more like a fighter compared to compared to the person he was the fighter he was before and also like temper getting knocked out i actually like i can't lie to you humble's saying it as well um that slim's sick and i've seen his old fights and i know he's good but i didn't know like he had it in him to knock temper was gone bro cold like on the floor finished bleeding out his nose everything i can't lie i haven't i haven't watched that temper fight yet i love I love face too much. I love temper too much. I, I can't. I, I did watch like the two, three second clip of him actually getting knocked out, but I haven't been able to actually watch the fight. I can't lie. Um, I did watch the Deji kind of skip through it. The JJ ones were pretty quick. Um, yeah. I mean, I think you're right. I think Deji's comeback story was, I think Deji's comeback story only really took over because JJ's fights were just so trash. Simple as that. They were just so trash. And Which, to be fair, it's not his fault. His original guy pulled out Alex Wasabi, so... Yeah. It's kind of... I mean, that... Uh, but also, to be fair, like, Deji did win. <laughs> yeah. One big time. <laughs> like, he won for once. Like, that's... that's You know, like, it's just, you know... Yeah. I would it actually question his win. I'd question his win considering he beat a guy called King Rose. So, really... <laughs> Who's, oh, who's actually Fuzzy, winning? Bro. That's you're, my you're guy, bro. Fuzzy, bro. That is Hamza's King, favorite King guy. From day one, bro. Yeah. Day one. King Rose. Day. 
<laughs> to this day. Fusi's gone, bro. Yeah, that, that whole event. Finito. Oh, no, but the thing is, like, that's the thing. Fusi came back and he looked crazy in shape. He looked like, apparently, sober, just, you know, battling demons, getting through it. So everyone was like, yeah, Deji's getting smacked about. And then Deji just came through and just proved everyone wrong. But yeah, no, nah, I can't lie to you. Shit event. I, I, it might be a hot take, I can't lie, but I just didn't like it. I, it. Not a shit event, I take that back, not a shit event, but it wasn't the main event that made it sick, if you get me. Like, there was no point watching K-Size fight, it was like, it is what it is. I had more fun in the pre-fight, like, um, the interviews and shit, because Joe Weller was just starting on everyone. That shit was funnier <laughs> to me. Bro, I saw that. I <laughs> saw that. Oh my God, Weller must have been hiring Coke or something. It's the he roids. Was, he was trying it with JJ's editor. He was trying it with mm. everybody. Oh, you know what? He goes the to the guy who made Misfits. Guy finito. Not 100. He was, yeah. he Bro, he started on the guy that basically made the event. He was like, you would have no job without me and shit. That was crazy. Oh, like, well, how does he still have a job after that? Fuck, does. And he's a commenter on the event. Like, <sighs> get out of here, did, did you lot see Fusi's Insta post after he lost? He he made broke his... he, yeah, he made a post where he broke his nose, and he basically goes that the 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 doctor said if you break your nose again, it's gonna it's, it's over for you. Your <laughs> your nose ain't getting back to normal. And then he has the deji fight, breaks his nose, and the doctor's like, "You're a fucking idiot. What are you doing?" <laughs> yeah, he's gone, man. He's a, it's, it's a done deal for him. I can't lie to you. It's, yeah, it's a long day. Sounds like the intelligence of a man who calls himself once again King Grows. What is this? I need to know what this backstory is. That's literally this. There's no backstory to it, bro. That's like it. he he started calling himself King Rose, King and Rose, in the third person. Yeah, yeah. As in Rose is in a flower, or he's yeah. ri- ri- yes. like rising up. Or yeah, bro. No, not like not like a rising phoenix, bro. Like the flower, like the, the gentle flower. petal. Oh, flower! The one that symbolizes here, love. <laughs> <laughs> symbolizes love. So on some Romeo Juliet shit, bro. That was a long time ago. He made that name out of nowhere. Didn't he get a tattoo of some crap as well back in the day? I don't remember. But I feel like he Bro, did. his head's a tattoo. <laughs> his whole, his yeah, whole hairline's tattoo. He tied on a hairline, bro. You know what? I'm going to have to use that technique, lads. That's same. Like, that's <laughs> elite technique. Forget, forget Turkey. Let's go fucking Windsor Tattoo Shop and our hairlines out, bro. <laughs> you want to get spray paint black on your head. <laughs> Listen, all I'm saying is if women can draw on their eyebrows, I can draw on a hairline. Word. Who's Preach. Next? Why not? Preach that. Well, why don't, don't you just get a wig then? Nah, it's not the same, innit? Eyebrows don't have same, wigs, bro. But women get <laughs> women get wigs for their hair. They get extensions. Yeah, she should we get extensions, man? Yeah, go on, get extensions. Do you know how funny it would be, dreads, by the bro. way? Do you know how fu- first of all, men can't wear wigs because toupees are bait. They're so bait. So I can only nah, imagine bro. if they slip off. Some of them. Have you seen them Chinese ones? They're lit. <laughs> the ones where they cut all out right. like the whole top of your head. They just make it completely why are you bald, at this? and then they stick some shit on, bro. It's too funny. Where have you seen why this? Why because there's this? bare videos of Instagram of people wearing them, and then they go like they go swimming or something. They dive bomb in the water, and it just comes off. <laughs> oh, great! Comment. That is too funny. All right, all right, let's bring it back down. Oh. Um, so yeah, so over in over in Pakistan, there's been some really bad uh, natural disaster flood uh, which has occurred. 
uh, kind of akin to the one that happened sort of around uh, 2010. Um, Pakistan has sort of had a notorious issue with really, really, really bad floods. Um, so the one that's happened currently, about a third of the country is underwater. It's about 13, more than 1,300 deaths. I think sort of 500 of which are, have been children. Um, I think 33 million people have been affected. Um so the deadliest flood since 2010 um, and the deadliest in the world uh, since the 2017 South Asia floods um, sort of estimated loss of about 10 billion dollars so that's all a bit to put it into perspective but uh, yeah really honestly it's just really, it's really really bad I don't know <clears throat> for those who are listening what do you guys hear whether you've seen some of those videos um, of the damage that's been caused it's like uh, I don't even know how to do it. it's like it's like one massive bulldozer just going on a rampage and knocking everything in its sight. It's like the water is... I mean, we all know water is like such, such a dangerous thing. Of all the natural disasters, it kind of just has a mind of its own. There's absolutely nothing you can even try to, to limit that impact. But it just... Um, yeah, it's just sweeping Bad. away skyscrapers and apartment buildings like they're nothing. Like they're literally nothing. It's a third, it's a third of Pakistan's um, submerged right now, isn't it? They were saying, "Yep, it's crazy. It's it's you can't even fathom it. That's crazy. From from our perspective, you just can't. We just don't understand what that would even be like. Being one of those people having to go through this, and it's the thing is right. It's like it's just gonna get. It's not gonna get better from here. Every year, we're just gonna see more floods because of global warming. So it's like I don't even know what you can do. How do you how do you build to prevent flooding?" You know what is pretty horrific is seeing the NASA images from out of space and you can literally see the new water flow. Have you seen those pictures? The satellite images? Any of you seen them? No. I saw the one of it, like the heat wave before the monsoons, like how dry mm, Pakistan right. was looking. Yeah, and then yeah. obviously the water came in, which is it's just crazy. It's just all completely browned out now. Used to be so much greenery and foliage in the area and it's just all gone. And um, just to put into perspective, and I'm going to talk about perspective, the area of the UK is about 240,000 kilometers squared. Um, Pakistan as a whole is um, about 800 kilometers squared. So, so all the UK? A, th a third of Pakistan, if the math works out, yeah, it's, it's basically all of the UK, pretty much. Um, a bit more, probably. So, That's crazy, yeah. man. Put put that into put so that do in any of you guys know? Do any of you guys know why the floods hit them so badly? Is it like Pakistan has got a really low sea level or something? Well, like what's the actual reasoning behind the floods? So a lot of people immediately said, you know, global warming and things like that. So I think the Indian Ocean is one of the fastest warming oceans in the world. I think number one, um, and so Pakistan obviously the there's two major areas in Pakistan which have been hit. It's a the complete north where the glaciers have melted, causing flooding. Pakistan is a phenomenally beautiful area in the north in places like Gilgit um, and, and places like that, which are really, really beautiful. Um, but those glaciers are melted because of global warming and stuff like that. But then also from the south, um, where the Indian Ocean hits, places like Karachi and stuff like that. Um, and, and that's been causing the flooding. So people sort of say global warming, but it's crazy because Pakistan currently, of the total global emissions, only... Um, contributes, for lack of a better word, zero point five percent to global emissions. Um, yet it's been hit this hard, um, 
I don't know. I don't know if it's the geographical location of it which makes it so susceptible to to flooding or whatever. But I think it's a bunch of reasons. Probably you know in terms of the Indian Ocean and global warming as a whole and so on and it's, so forth. It's definitely a geo hotspot. That area is just like so. Monsoon season comes and it it's always going to be bad regardless. And so now it's just to the point where flooding is sort of inevitable. It's kind of like you know like South of America, Florida and stuff is always a hotspot mm. for hurricanes and stuff. We're just now seeing a similar situation for other areas across the world. But yeah, Sad. definitely if you're out there, donate to charity, start helping them out. Um, you know, a penny a penny or a pound, however much you can spare, it all helps to any charity, to anyone around the world who's going through any 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 crap, any natural disasters, wars, turmoil. Um, yeah, honestly, a penny or a pound, it all goes a long way. So... Yes, so is that is that what's happening in the world? Um, but I guess in what else has been? Um, yeah, what else has been happening then? I see, I see England. Here. I, I see England see... stays losing. Yeah, well, I was going to say I wanted to see how you transition <laughs> from that depressing that, and really upsetting topic into something. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so you just went into misery. I see how it is. It's true. <laughs> What is England yeah, losing in still? <laughs> Everything. <laughs> what is this story just, about someone? <laughs> I I mean, specifically, specifically, it's just kind of interesting, I thought, because India has kind of um, replaced the UK, the, the rankings of the economy, and they basically overpassed the UK, I think, in essentially the last two months, I think. I was reading the article today. So... Who do, who do you think are the top five? Hamza, I'm curious what you're going to say. Um, well, you got China, you got the US, you got Germany. Um, I guess if India's fifth, then fourth would be... I have no idea. Maybe, I don't know, I'm just thinking around the world right now. Russia, Japan. I mean, Russia Japan. is modded, but Japan maybe. Japan, possibly, yeah. Japan or Russia, yeah. That's my guess. Is there an answer, Masam? Oh, sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, there is an answer, but unfortunately, my internet is so bad that I've been trying to load this page for the last thirty seconds. So I'm trying to delay time. Hoshu, what's your what's your what's your prediction? Uh, I was gonna say China. I was gonna say uh, the US as well. I didn't know anything else apart from that. I don't know. Oh, what did you study at uni? Economics. <laughs> <laughs> that part of Harshu's life has been erased. I don't he's, know, gone, he's put that deep it's in the gone, depths. Bro. It's gone, G. It's gone. China, US, um, Germany, either Russia, Japan, India. I don't see who yeah. else it could be. I, I'd, I'd like, like to think Russia's finally loaded. <sighs> oh, yeah. Go on, it's, Japan. It's, Japan. Yeah, it's Japan. It's Japan. It is Japan. Yeah. Somehow it's Japan. There must be fourth. Japan must be fourth. What did you yeah. say, Honshu? Yeah. What is the order? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, big man, I just closed the window, okay? It took me oh literally 20 <laughs> seconds to load it up. It must so... be, what, China, US? <laughs> yeah, it has to be. China, US, uh, Germany, Japan. Germany, yeah. Japan yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> once again, England, AJ loses. UK are taking Wales, mate. That's all I can say. Yeah. Well, so that's so all we have been doing. I mean, did you guys see Just like Bojo? 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Did you see what Bojo said about, I mean, inflation is off the roof. Everyone's suffering around the world, whatever. Stuff's getting expensive. It's terrible. Bojo, our lovely, lovely, amazing prime minister, Get right? Out. That's sarcasm, whether you like or not, he's still your prime minister, said, if you buy a new kettle, save £10 a year on energy bills. That's his recommendation for inflation, everyone. Buy a new yeah, kettle. He's, he's actually lost the plot. I don't know what has gone through this guy's head, but people are getting energy rises in October by like 400, 500%. You can't live mm. off of that. There are people genuinely trying to find out what cold food they can have through winter that will sustain them because they don't want to pay any money for gas or electricity. And this guy's saying, buy a kettle, lads. Save a Jay, you got any suggestions, mate? What are our poor fans who can't afford energy bills? Can he... Get on the <laughs> get on the um, any suggestions? get on the winter heating allowance benefit. That will help you out. That's there we suggestion. go. That's what I like to see. See, I knew Jay would come up with some helpful advice. Yeah, who's the only one who does that? <clears throat> that sounds so sarcastic. <laughs> no, it actually wasn't. <laughs> I blame the COVID, bro. Blame the COVID. <laughs> Here's a, f- a funny story for you all. So, in America, there was a state fair that happened recently. I think it was Colorado, I want to say. Um, it was like a creative art state fair. So, like paintings, illustrations, stuff like that. People brought in artwork, and there were different types of competitions happening. And obviously, people tried to win. Uh, sell their paintings all that type of stuff this one geezer called jason allen he rocks up with an ai artwork so some people may have seen or heard of this application Uh, it's been kind of going viral recently it's called mid journey ai um it's this application where you can it's in beta right now but you can you essentially type in words into the this ai algorithm um like set scene settings that you want to do uh, characteristics and traits words that you think would build up I guess some sort of picture or illustration of what a certain world could be like a certain person could be like whatever you want and then it will run the algorithm and give you uh, a few different options of what that AI thinks that image would look like so this guy was working on his artwork for I don't know like 30, 30 20 weeks something like that just tweaking his algo getting it more and more refined and he comes out with these three pictures of what he would call a space opera theater. Um, so well, maybe we can put this on a story as well and get people's uh, thoughts on it. Um, but I'll like explain it quickly. It's like old school 17th century architecture. If you can imagine that a big hall, you got people in old school style dresses, uh, gowns, tuxedos, stuff like that. And then it's in like this banquet hall and there's a massive circle cut out right in the center of a massive window. And you just see like the sun in front of it and like landscapes and all that light is coming in to to this banquet hall, which kind of makes it look like uh, a theatre in, in space. It's properly sick, That's quite but sick. everyone's getting mental over it. People are people are actually so vexed because of AI beat <laughs> real people. And so people are saying, you know, like, if this is where things are going, is there any anything left for us if the creative world is also being taken over by robots what all the skill jobs are going what can we do mm. it's probably interesting 
yeah, I'm looking at the image right now. It actually looks, it actually looks really beautiful, and it looks like a <clears throat> like an oil canvas painting type of thing, like an old school um, type of image. It looks really nice, actually, to be honest with you. So guess what, people with paintbrushes, you might want to pick up your abilities because you're getting <laughs> taken over by Wally, mate. Bro, Wally the goat. <laughs> Wally. How's a dustbin robot doing this? <laughs> Whoa, I found that like movie that so slander. boring. By the way, I found that. What? I, found, I remember when I watched it. I, 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 didn't, I didn't like it. You didn't like what? Wally. You got to but, rewatch it. Yeah, but no, I'm thinking about it now. It's a lit movie. I don't know what was wrong with me back then. Nice. It took him how long to get to get to his senses? Oh, uh, I'll say minutes. this. Okay, I'll say this. Um, Hoshu, this is really similar to the thing I was talking to you about. If you remember in Athens, the whole Dolly thing, right? Which is the whole AI generated software, oh, yeah. right? People type in stuff. It gives this weird eerily look. Um, I got to say, this image is actually so awesome. It gives me like high fantasy Dune vibes. It's weird. It just gives me this. I need to see this world explored. That's what. That's my takeaway from this. I want to you see this into a trilogy, cinematic Bro, experience. I need, yes, <laughs> I need this to be the next blockbuster movie right now. Yeah, I need James it's Cameron very, to write the script. It's really cool. It's wavy. But yeah, to be honest, robots AI taking is, over the world, bro. I mean, it's, it's inevitable, out. right? It's inevitable. It's inevitable. We gotta be the people programming the AI. Otherwise, listen. The, the AI are gonna make a better podcast than ours, and they're gonna call it typical. All right, that's what's <laughs> gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> They'll make it just for all the other robots to listen to. Facts, listen, if we facts. get big enough, that robots have to start copying us. Then I think we got other things. You know, I don't think you have to worry about that too much. For that point, mate, we're that. chilling. We're chilling, mate. If Elon Musk is getting his robots to copy us, light work, boys. We're sitting in the billies at that point. <laughs> and speaking of billies, Sony got sued for five billion. What's going on about that? <laughs> Sony's that mudded. Sony's absolutely mudded. All right, so the story is, in a nutshell, they're getting sued for five billion um, because there's claims, there's like, you know, third party uh, claims that they've ripped off about nine million customers. So over the past six years, they've been charging a 30% commission on all developers that sell games through their digital platform so sony entertainment network every time you buy a digital game or a, an in-app purchase to a game sony are getting 30 percent commission so developers are about to hike their prices to avoid them not making any money which means all that burden goes straight to the consumer so all of us are having to pay a lot more money and it's estimated that there are damages per individual could be between about 67 and 562 pounds per person that people could be owed and so if these claims go through and the charges go through then sony will have to repay all of that five billion pounds to everyone anti-consumerism mate it's us so wait sony are charging a commission on top so say for example i'm indie developer harms mm. limited i want well, i made a game i want to sell Thomas that game alone. now yeah, say yeah, say I made Thomas was alone. <laughs> Phenomenal indie game, by the way, to everyone listening, check it out amazing game. So say I want to, I want to sell Thomas was alone, and I want to put it on the Sony network, right? Entertainment, yeah. network, whatever. Whenever I, every time I sell a game, thirty percent of those that money goes to Sony. Is that what you're yep. saying? Yep. So, what? So then, what was wrong with that? So Sony are changing the price, or or is it the the indie company changing the price? 
so the 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 developers the indie companies yeah. are then hiking up their prices because that 30 percent commission wasn't like a cent it's not essentially part of the contract right like right sony are just taking that commission off them that's not that that's money eating into their profits that shouldn't otherwise be happening it doesn't happen on other any other platform so they've having to hike right. their prices specifically on sony's network just so they can make and like make so the same is that then because because sony didn't it's not that Sony Sony can charge thirty percent if they want to charge thirty percent, but is it because that they didn't properly embed that into the legal, like they didn't properly make that legally aware? I can imagine that's probably where the issue came. I mean, if Sony want to charge a commission for going on their platform, that's pretty standard, right? Sony want to charge a commission, they can, but the charges now being put okay. against them is anti-consumerist charges. So oh, right, that right, is the right. point. It's like it's against the consumer for them to be doing that when it do it doesn't happen on any other platform. And yeah, because yeah. they have a monopoly over digital games, if you have a PlayStation, then there's no other choice for developers because they can't sell anywhere else. Or a PlayStation, as Massam likes to say. It was actually kind of funny because I've been looking for clips. And when I said it correctly, I was trying to find a clip where I say incorrectly to clip that. So it's I'm going to say that go right now. Yep. PlayStation. <laughs> Ooh, I think that's gone. I think that's one. Clip it. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, there's, there's the news then. There's the news of what's been happening. Now let's go into a little bit of pop culture. So, obviously, we've been through the KSI and Swarms and some stuff that's been happening there in the boxing event. Um, but there was National Cinema Day, which we I think we, we talked about right at the beginning of this. Did anyone actually do anything for National Cinema Day? First of all, I didn't even know National Cinema Day was a thing. Neither did yeah. I until Bro, you told me. Bro, it's so <laughs> sick. That's Every ticket is like £3.50 across the country. Yeah. But when did this ever... This is the first time this has ever happened? No. It's happened for a few years now. We've just never, uh, like, acknowledged it. Cinema fiend Masan has to have acknowledged it because he literally <laughs> lives in the cinema more than he lives at home. You so know what? That's actually true. I had no idea this was a thing. My 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 um mum my did come home, though, and did say, like, oh, it's National Cinema Day. You want to go watch a film and i'm like ah, no i've got other um expectations of me such as recording this episode but the thing is there's <laughs> there's, there's literally nothing i looked on the empire empire is the closest cinema to us all oh, the movies i've already watched and they're trash <laughs> all right listen listen we're not gonna do a bracket on your favorite cinema okay jay <laughs> so deal with it the point is empire there was nothing i've already seen all the movies out I watched the Dragon Ball movie. I watched the flipping <laughs> Top Gun movie. All the rest of the movies out there have no interest. That being said, I'll still probably watch them when they're free. But <laughs> Jay, you did watch a movie, which I actually didn't did. want to watch, but it's not an Empire, unfortunately. Oh, so when I said Empire was trash, uh, <laughs> that has come back. Empire sponsor us. Mm. <laughs> I went to see Nope. Um, the Jordan Peele new Jordan Peele's where, where, did, film. where did you watch it though? I saw it in Watford. What, what was the Oh Cineworld. Ah uh, see that's too good for us. I mean Cineworld's bankrupt, so they're not doing a lot, but every cinema is bankrupt. Yeah, true. Um I went to see in Cineworld in Watford. Actually, before we get onto the film, Cineworld have I've never seen this in any other film or heard about it. But Cineworld do a seven hundred and twenty degree screen. Like it goes around you. So it's like on your sides as well as in front of you. Yeah. And then 
the films like yeah. go around you as well. Like if you're watching, yeah, yeah. let's say you're watching a film about Megalodon, it'll just go like circle you. Isn't that well, mental? I don't know. That, then. I, I don't know if it goes. Does it go completely around you? I saw some of the screens. I was tempted to watch Thor on my second rewatch in one of those gimmicky screens, but I didn't. Are you sure it's like literally 360? I thought it was kind of a widescreen view. Like on the sides as well, but not completely. It has more than widescreen though. It goes like way far back. I don't know. I've I've never seen a film there, but they hype it up to be like the best thing that they offer. The prices are pretty high for that screen, so I don't know. Maybe it's something we gotta test out. We need to go because that sounds. Then review it. That sounds hella weird because surely if you're stretching out the same screen that you see, if it's the same film that you see on a normal screen, you're just stretching it out. Doesn't that kind of ruin the aspect ratio? Or are they I saying that? I think it's like different things they show on the sides. I don't think it's like stretched out. So does that mean what what on a normal screen that the things that we see is technically it's cut for that screen? Do you reckon? Like the actual yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. So so different movies. Uh, so for example, Tarantino shoots us from thirty five millimeters, which is um, for those unaware, it's kind of like think of a classic grainy. Um, you know black bars on the top and bottom western type of movie type of film uh, image that's how tarantino films is but obviously you can also watch his films in imax or you can also watch his films in normal so they essentially digitally adapt that movie that film or whatever to fit another screen or something like that so i'm sure a lot of other movies do a similar thing because no that's true but that's that's going smaller right does that mean the original footage is shot so much more wider but they fit in the screen for us like a smaller screen for us in the cinema. Do you get? Because if it's going no, on the side, this is a unique format. This is a unique format. Oh. So no one would shoot in this format. IMAX, for example, is a standardized format where it's the higher quality, essentially, for, for lack of you know, better explanation. So people would actually shoot with IMAX cameras again, for lack of a better word. But for this one, I'm no, no one's shooting in. And I just looked it up. It's 270 degrees. Um, oh. I, I don't know what a standard screen degree would be, but. Yeah, I'm sure no one's... I'm sure they just sort of adapt it for it or whatever. Mm, that's interesting because, yeah, I, I don't know how... I mean, it, judging by the prices, as Jay says, if they're, if they're that high, then it's, they must have pulled it off, right? They have to. Okay. They have had to make it worth it in that sense. I mean, we got to go. A cinema is yeah. bankrupt, so... Like, <laughs> they, <laughs> they did every crazy one. They did they anything. Massam, you went to the you, Massam, you went to the new I one, was, didn't you? I was just yeah. about to bring that up. Yeah, the one in Hanslow is pretty cool. I did watch it in their version of an IMAX, um, which was actually really solid screen, really good one. And I decided not to do the ultra wide one that you're talking about, but I was curious. But yeah, once again, I'm very curious. Once again, there's nothing oh, to wow. watch. So unless I want to watch. Minions, Rise of Gru, or DC Legal Super Pets in ultra wide screen. <laughs> I'm a bit. That sounds hard. I would, it I looks would, hard. I would I tell lie. you be be tempted to watch Nope in that because it is. I mean, I don't know how crap it's going to be. It might be really gimmicky, but Nope was very sick film. Jordan Peele's uh, new one. Um, he also directed Us and Get Out. For anyone that has seen those, um, he's wow. That's rude of you, Jay. Wow. wow! Yeah, telling us to get out, raw like that. Yeah, sorry. go on. Sorry, sorry. sorry. <laughs> Apologizes now. Um, he's also obviously one half of the famous duo Key and Peele, who do comedy sketches, uh, have a wide array of stuff that everyone is aware of. They're super, super funny. Um, so now he's gone into directing, and Get Out and Us are very like story-driven horror there's a lot of subliminal sub oh, i can't say that word subliminal messaging subliminal, yeah, subliminal yeah. messaging and like 
hidden themes that you have to think about to uncover um and it's very like socio political the themes that he chooses this one was more straight down the road to just a sci-fi horror um about like a ufo sighting in this horse ranch and daniel kaluuya plays the main character um well one of the main characters and it's it's just a like a theatrical masterpiece is very very good theatrically their final like scene i not wouldn't really call it a scene but the final act of when they're trying to uncover this this ufo and, and deal with it it's like very very well done and it's it's a proper theatrical piece i would definitely recommend people watching it in the cinema if they can I'm and daniel to... kluya put in a banging performance as always so props to him props to him as usual i was actually going to say to you because I've been hearing a lot of mixed reviews. A couple of my colleagues from work, they went to see it and they were like, nah, but then some people were saying it's amazing. So I feel like it's just, it, I guess it depends how, how much you like cinema and how much you actually like, you know, give a shit about movies. So yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad that you're saying it's good because probably more of a valid opinion if I'm honest, like these lot don't know shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give, uh, give it a solid, <laughs> a solid eight out of 10. I think Get Out is better like a better film because the story just has more depth to it this story wasn't necessarily very deep but it was just very well shot and there was some good jump scare moments there was some very good acting and it's, it's nothing you've really seen before which is why i thought it was really cool Ooh, do you think there was... definitely don't go there then <laughs> i was waiting for that one <laughs> very original that's your second time yep, this thank episode you, thank you. Thank you go on watching I was just going to say, do you think there was like expectations going in for people where they expect a certain vibe coming off a Jordan Peele film, film yeah, yeah. which is why people thought they might not have enjoyed it as much? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. It got review bombed at the beginning because people were expecting a lot of the same themes that he had built up in the universe of Get Out and Us. And they were expecting more messaging, made like a deeper story. And like that's just not what he was going with for this film he wanted to create a sci-fi horror that makes you see the genre in a different light and i think he did that very well cool i'm actually excited now that's yeah that's a good shout i, mean, I was well, gonna watch it anyway and i was excited for it anyway but yeah that's giving me faith sorry Hamza, what were you gonna say no nah, i was just gonna say in line with some new releases before we wrap up here a little bit of a teaser in advance um uh, Game of Thrones, House of the Dragons, and obviously Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power, recently came out. Recently, um, you've forgotten one. Yeah, you've oh, forgotten one. one. She Hulk. She Hulk. Okay. She Hulk. Yeah. Moving on <laughs> swiftly. Moving on from that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so House of the Dragons, Game of Thrones, and Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power have come out. Both the two biggest shows on television right now that that just came out. Absolutely massive. Um, House of the Dragons got a bit of a crazy viewing difference to be honest with you i'm quite shocked and surprised about these numbers but they they are true um game of thrones obviously the famous tv show now house of the dragons is a spin-off from it i got 25 million views in the first week but rings of power the lord of the rings one got 25 million views on day one what? so i me and Masam checked it out mental. it is true but it's mental i mean rings of power is um uh, I mean, I guess it kind of makes sense because of Amazon Prime and how many people have that. I think it might it might add up, um, but the numbers are true. But yeah, Rings of Power is like the most expensive show. We've been through this before in, in previous episodes, um, and we will we will be doing sort of episode reviews of House of the Dragon. Um, 
originally we were going to do only that because it was seemingly the more popular show but it doesn't seem like that's the case <laughs> following the numbers so, so i was going to ask you that's why yeah. i put it in the doc what did you like i was hearing um from a basic outline top line review that it makes house of the dragon look like ass so i just wanted to ask because i know you guys watched the ums sam i wanted to hear your opinions on what you thought. i ain't seen it yet Oh, you haven't seen, seen it? it? Only Hums. Yeah, only Hums. Yeah. Oh, my. Okay, Hums. So, what you no Hums spoilers. Are? No spoilers. But all I'll say is that Rings of Power feels like you're watching a movie. It is. It looks expensive. It The cinematography is stunning. The visuals of epic proportions. You expect nothing less from something of the Lord of the Rings world. Jay wouldn't know, though, because he hasn't watched it yet. <laughs> but... It's yeah, it's eight episodes first season. I think yeah. like hour long episodes um, for Lord of the Rings one, but it, it's different. Game of Thrones feels more like an actual TV show, um, although it's still visually amazing and it's got dragons and crazy CGI and stuff like that. But Lord of the Rings feels like every episode is a movie, just in terms of visually. Um, it's it's just so different. It's so different from any other TV show that's ever been made, in my opinion. It's it's amazing. But like I said. We will be doing episode reviews of House of the Dragons um, coming out in the next week or two. But if you are interested in the Rings of Power one, and I'm sure we put a poll out there as well, um, and we do do polls on our Spotify as well, so always feel free to scroll down a little bit and you can see those and get interactive with us. Um, do let us know if you want to see it. But I guess we can, you know, go with, I mean, House of Dragons has been pretty amazing so far. Harshu, have you watched it? Yeah, man. Yeah, so far, gobsmacked no words i've been enjoying it so much but it's just the wait that's pissing me off man i can't I, it's going back to the old days is waiting for episodes for the season of the season to come out i hate that wait but yeah like i'm almost tempted to just i did this before as well for like i think the sixth season or it might have been, been i don't know it was one of them but i just didn't didn't watch it until the whole season came out and then for the next season i just got so hooked that i just started watching it episode by episode but i'm so tempted to just watch it as as a whole set when it comes out but yeah, so far it's been amazing. Um, yeah, I I, would, I don't want to say too much. I'll leave it to the uh, the episode reviews that we do coming up soon. Um, but yeah, so far amazing, yeah. Masan, what are you thinking of House of the Dragons so far? Honestly, I'm severely disappointed. I'm joking, what? of course. It's flipping ah. amazing, bro. I've been <laughs> loving that a lot. If anything, they've, they've, they've got me, you know. They've low-key got me, and I'm afraid to admit this, but... I keep getting recommended videos of old clips, like old shorts of certain discussions from the previous seasons where it's like Tywin or Arya or Tywin and uh, Tyrion. And I'm like, damn, they've they've literally got me like I'm a puppet. They've got me back in it. <laughs> they've got me back the in it. Literally, I'm wrapped around their fingers. So I'm like pulling back from it. Like, no, I won't go back in there. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> but it, it is. It, I'm enjoying it so far. I mean, the jury's still out right we'll see it's only two episodes yeah. out but all i'll say is damien has massive potential yeah that's yeah. savage but yeah, that's all i'll say you'll find out more about that in our episode reviews jay hasn't watched it yet he was supposed to he hasn't watched it yet though so he's got we're time. probably gonna put a poll up about game of thrones and stuff so send and hurl abuse at jay really to just hurry up and watch the stuff <laughs> so you can join in but uh 
that that wraps us up for uh, this episode today thank you all for tuning in stay interactive with us on our socials check out our uh, link tree that's in the description as always we have timestamps too if you haven't realized by now although i'm sure you probably have um but yeah at the atypical podcast on all platforms thank you for listening as always see you on the next one <laughs>